Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Behind the Herald Headlines today, focusing on an issue of major importance. Recently at Kareha Hospital, heightened security measures set to be implemented, not just there, but at all health facilities in Nelson Mandela Bay, after the assault of a nurse at the provincial hospital in Kareha. It happened over the weekend, and it is the latest in a string of recent criminal acts at hospitals and clinics in the province. Nkululi Ndamase, the spokesperson for the Health MEC in the Eastern Cape, joining us now on Behind the Herald Headlines. Thanks for your time. Very, very worrying situation in Kaluli. Definitely, Darren. It's a, it's a very concerning uh, situation that uh, our facilities in this Manilapi, we found, we found them in. Because this is not the, the first incident that uh, we, we that we're getting reports of such incidents in this Manilapi. Because if you remember, sometime last year, I think it was towards the end of last year, there was a similar incident at a uh, clinic where by fact got into the clinic and uh, they... They held uh, the healthcare workers at gunpoint, and uh, managed to to live with some of the of the supplies and the car keys uh, while in the process of solving the staff uh, traumatized. So this is very concerning. But uh, as uh, as the story did say that the department is working on ensuring that we beef up our security measures and ensure that we try and minimize such incidents as possible. Why are the existing security measures not sufficient? What is going on? In this case, we had a nurse who was physically assaulted. There have been other incidents of break-ins, of copper piping being stolen, for example. What's lacking with the current security situation? I wouldn't say it's lacking because at the moment the security guards are not carrying weapons, which might be seen as uh, as a weakness by some people, but... uh, Health facilities are supposed to be are supposed to be gun-free zones. Uh, hospitals, clinics are supposed to be where you're going to get uh, medical help, not to to possibly get shot at. Uh, which is why the department has, for for the longest time, not given the I mean the companies conducted by the department uh, are not giving their security security guards um, weapons or guns because uh, you 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 would definitely understand that. If security guards were to carry, say, uh, were to check, were to carry guns, they would possibly be targeted not only at, uh, at the communities they live in, but also at our health facilities, uh, whereby you would get uh, a group of thugs coming to, to try and rob, possibly rob the security guards of the guns. And in, uh, in a scaffold, there might be a case of uh, incidents being discharged, and uh, maybe stray bullets might hit uh, patients or doctors, nurses. So this is something that the department is not uh, definitely has definitely not done at the, at the moment. But uh, our security guards are trained, and uh, so far they've done a very good job. But these are uh, these are isolated incidents that uh, we find every now and then. How will you beef up security? You talk about beefing up security. What will that entail? How can you improve the situation? At the moment, there is a company that was appointed by the National Department of Health, which is called the Clinton Health Access Initiative, uh, which is basically going around the country. Uh, it was meant to come to the Eastern Cape to, to basically do a risk assessment in all the health facilities, which are more than 800 in the Eastern Cape. Uh, but because of this incident that happened at the provincial hospital in Kareha, uh, the department has taken a decision to ensure that if the company does come to Ms. Mandela Bay first and do the assessment so that uh, that assessment will then inform the department of what kind of measures should be put in place to ensure that we give up 
the, the security at our health facilities. So we were waiting for that assessment, which would definitely give us uh, a direction of what we, what, what we should be doing to, to ensure that uh, we give up the security at the health facilities in the metro. Clearly, existing security include CCTV cameras. There have been allegations that these cameras don't always work. Do you know anything about that? Are they working? Where we have CCTV cameras, they do work, but you would find that at some facilities there, there might be there might be a few problems as a result of load shedding and other and other factors. So this is something that uh, the department is continuously looking at to ensure that uh, we also beef up and we also improve on the on the on the already initiatives that we we have that uh, on the on the already. Uh, security measures that were in place. So this is an ongoing process that we're trying to ensure that we improve our security systems. Have you had any communication from the South African Police Services regarding the investigation? Do they anticipate arrests soon? We did. We've been engaging with the SAPS, but uh, let me let me be honest with you, Darren, that uh, the, the NERSS has not opened the cases yet because when the CEO tried to, to open the case, uh, we were told that uh, it cannot be a case of uh, the, the, CEO, the CEO opening the case, but in, it should be the person that was assaulted uh, during the incident. But uh, I'm sure you'd understand that uh, the nurse is still too, too traumatized to, to even talk about this. So as soon as she, she, she has fully recovered from, from, from the incident and has received uh, full, has fully received counseling and is dealing with a traumatic experience, she would then go and open the case. But uh, the police are aware and... Uh, we're waiting for the nurse to, to fully recover from the incident and she will then go and, re- and, uh, and uh, lay this criminal compl- complaint with the police. And what is the latest regarding the nurse who was assaulted? Is she coming along well? Is she improving? At the moment, she's still very traumatised, as, as, as I'm saying, as a result. She's still at home. Uh, we're hoping that the counselling that she will receive uh, will definitely assist in ensuring that she recovers and, and recovers soon so that she will be back, back at work doing what she does best, which is to save lives. So we were very hopeful that uh, the, the counselling will assist her. What is the latest situation regarding Kariha Hospital? Last I heard, as a result of staff being frightened and traumatised by the situation, it would not be accepting patients at night. Is that still the situation? Not at all, because there was only a, a, a interim measure that was taken uh, on that night, on Sunday night. Uh, but as we're speaking now, services are back. Back to, ma- back to normal, nurses, doctors are back at work, but uh, we must say that uh, they're still traumatized, but they are carrying on uh, because they've got a duty to, to save and ensure that they save the lives of those who desperately need help in the community of Nelson Mandela Bay, particularly Kareha. Have you had reaction from unions like Nahawu, for example? What's their position? Have they got any demands following this? There was a meeting that the management in the, in the district had with, with the unions uh, yesterday. Uh, I think it was yesterday, on Monday, whereby we were discussing the incident and uh, what measures should be taken to ensure that we would give up security. And uh, this is whereby they, they, they did raise their, their concerns that these incidents seem to be happening one too often. And uh, we, we, we did uh, put it to them that uh, they, 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 there are these measures in place to ensure that we beef up the, the security and uh, they did appreciate that. So uh, this is something that uh, the unions and the, and the management are busy working on and we're engaging. Hopefully that uh, there will not be any, any other incidents. So we are also calling on communities to ensure that uh, they report and work with the department and work with the police and ensure that we will report 
these thugs, these criminals who continue to, to target our healthcare workers because at the end of the day, if uh, our healthcare workers are too traumatized to go to work, it will be us in the community that will end up suffering as a, as a result of that. So just to confirm then, Mkalili, as it stands, health service provision has not been compromised. Kareha Hospital is operating 100% the way it should and has been in the past, correct? Definitely, 100%. There are nurses, doctors are back at work and we're offering the services and uh, nothing has been stopped because people are back there, people are being serviced and uh, people are, are getting the, the healthcare needs that they desperately need. Desperately need. We appreciate your time. He's the spokesperson for the Health MEC in the Eastern Cape. And Kalulian Damasi, have a good day. You too. Thanks a lot, man. We continue to discuss the recent assault of an on-duty nurse at Kareha Hospital. Joining us now, spokesperson for the South African Police Service, Colonel Priscilla Naidu. Colonel, thank you for your time. How's the investigation progressing? Thank you very much, Darren. Um, let me just start um, uh, what actually transpired prior to the incident uh, that took place at the hospital. Yes. Um, on Sunday morning, round about 20 to 6, uh, we responded to a shooting in Stephen Street in the Brikitov area of Kamesh. Uh, where it was found that uh, somebody had been shot. He had multiple uh, gunshot wounds. And before we could uh, get to the um, uh, scene, he was already transported uh, transported, uh, by a private vehicle to the hospital. Um, There he passed away. Um, At the hospital, uh, uh, we went back to the scene and then um, our Provincial Organized Crime Investigation Unit, they took over the case because the incident is gang-related. At no stage in... uh, on Sunday, uh, were we aware of the alleged incident that took place at the hospital? We learned about the incident on Monday morning when there was an article in the uh, Herald newspaper. Uh, from that incident, we did go back to the hospital because at that stage, no case was open of assault or any of the complaints that had come to the police. So we went back to the hospital, we interviewed um, nurses at the hospital, the victim herself that claimed that she was um, assaulted by uh, one of the people that brought in the injured uh, person. Um, and you know what, she declined to open any cases. So, so at this stage, there is no official case reported of an assault. Um, open. So she declined to open up the case. And we, we do understand uh, most of them do fear for their lives. And this is a normal thing, especially in gang-related incidents. We have that not, not you know, this is not an isolated mm. incident where people are afraid to open cases. So two separate cases here. There's the gang-related shooting yes. that you're investigating and then the matter of the assault, which you can't investigate until the victim herself has laid the charge. Do I understand that- correctly? That is right. That is right. And in terms of that gang-related shooting, how are investigations progressing there? Can you tell us anything? Are arrests imminent? Um, Arrests are imminent. Uh, We are still following up. There's a lot of statements that do have to be taken from witnesses. Again, we need to go back to the hospital, view camera footage if there is any, um, and that investigation will be ongoing. But at this stage, as we speak, there are no arrests. Do you have any opinion on the existing security arrangements at our hospitals and clinics in the province? Because there have been a number of incidents involving break-ins, thefts, and now assault as well. From 
what we understand, the uh, hospitals do have their own private security. So we don't really police um, within their parameters. But should an incident like this happen, usually what hospitals uh, do, they will contact the police and we would we would go out and attend to the situation. Unfortunately, the one at the Utenek hospital that took place, you know, sometimes they are so, so afraid and we are uh, in all probability police are reactive instead of being proactive. So these people had already left the premises uh, before, you know, we could even be informed of an incident of that nature. But usually when in gang-related incidents where um, victims are brought into the hospital, uh, the hospitals do contact us and say, look, we have a gunshot person with a gunshot wound at the hospital, and then we dispatch a vehicle out to the hospital to attend to the issue. Colonel Priscilla Naidi, thank you so much for your time. Joining us on Behind the Herald Headlines today. Have a good day. Thank you very much, Darren. That was today's edition of Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann.